It's the one and only Digo Double G. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Da 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 da. You know I'm mobbing with the D R E. Yeah yeah yeah. Da 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 da. It's the one and only Digo Double G. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. 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 Da So, me and my brother and his wife were sitting in the living room, and we were watching Jackass <coughs> three. And uh, my brother's like, "We just got he just got his new puppy. He's like, I gotta take his dog outside. He let it use the bathroom. So he goes outside, and it sounds like a train wrecks outside. Like I expect to go outside and find people dead in the street in front of our house. So I get outside, I walk out, and my freaking uh, economics teacher was standing there in my in my door frame, like swaying in the wind, just drunk as piss. And uh, <laughs> he looks at me, he's like, you think I can back it up? And I'm like, no, your vehicle is in the bed of my truck. Like, all four tires off the ground, you are in the bed of my truck. And he's like, so... <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, uh, can we not call the cops? And I was like, brother, I've already called them. <laughs> like, there's no getting out of this one. And, uh, oh... The fun, um, so the wreck happens My brother opens the door Screams at me He's like get the fuck out here The dog The new puppy Runs in the house Shitting everywhere She's running Like there's shit on the walls There's shit on the couch Like just a steady stream To the back of the house So we get outside Look at all the damage Dude has jumped his SUV into The pickup truck It has gone into The Explorer And the Explorer Has entered the middle bedroom Of our house That's impressive yeah, and he was like, you think I can back it up? Cops show up. He's like, you've been drinking tonight? He's like, no, I'm a high school teacher. He's like, I didn't ask you what you did for a living. I asked you, you've been drinking tonight. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I'm going to need you bonus tube. Do blue of .26. And there was yinglings in my yard for months. Like, they just find them in random places. They got bone edges or whatever. But, oh, there's another beer. And Monopoly pieces. He's an economics teacher. So there's Monopoly pieces and beer in my yard for months. Well played. Good morning, everybody. Guy DeMarco out here at Volusia Gun Club in Volusia, Florida, just west of Daytona, out here for the regional PRS one-day match. It is soupy and soggy. The road in completely flooded with about a foot of water, riding us in on Kubotas and four-wheel drive trucks. Got a decent spread out here so far. Probably 20 shooters out here so far zero range is hot as you can hear in the background should have a decent turnout today other matches going on in the area is alabama precision and the brawl down at rifles only so should uh should see somewhat of a decent turnout today um shooting the 6br production rifle from masterpiece arms vortex 
Strike Eagle. Gonna try running the HUD today for applied ballistics and Kestrel. And um, 105s with 30.2 grains of Vargrit. And last time I chronoed was 2790, now it's 2818. Not sure if that's barrel speed up or if it's the actual um, environmental changes. Uh, currently about 65 degrees, uh, four-ish miles an hour wind, but all in all, um, should be a good day. Seems to be interesting. Um, distance, I think our farthest shot today is right at 900, and uh, should be a good time. Stay tuned. Alright, back. Match is done. I did terrible. Um, I don't even know what my last or what my actual score ended up being, but it can't be better than the first time ever that I shot a PRS match. Not by much. Um, magazine issues, consistently having dope issues. And by dope issues, I mean me not knowing how to freaking run a Kestrel properly. Um, probably shouldn't have done it for the first time at a match, but I still had fun. Got to shoot with my friends. Chase and Brandon and everybody, so it was uh, it was a good time. Um, really cool stage designs. Probably gonna bring some of these over to the 22 stuff. I like it, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what the scores say here in a little bit. We still got a couple squad shooting, so we're gonna go talk to people, I guess. Welcome everybody to another GD podcast. I'm your host, Guy DeMarco, and I am here in the reloading room talking to you guys on a fine sunday morning afternoon and just wanted to kind of go over what uh what's been going on so i was able to go out and shoot the volusia county gun club prs regional qualifier that is a mouthful yesterday out in volusia florida which is just on the west side of daytona um and was able to get out there and shoot out there for the PRS regional qualifier. Now, to start this off, I did terrible. I have no idea what was going on. Um, it might as well have been my first PRS match ever. In fact, um, I shot a 28 yesterday. Uh, I'm not going to blame the equipment. I'm not going to blame the gun. I'm going to blame myself. Um, I'm kind of in a crappy headspace right now between work and everything and uh like just for example like my first stage for some odd reason i dialed two point something 2.4 on my gun and it should have been 4.3 on the gun um i don't know why i didn't double check dope before i did it i have no idea why i didn't do it um I just didn't, so I sent my first round, and it, like, landed way short of the target, and I was like, that's awkward, There, and obviously, rightfully so, behind me, they were like, check your dope, because that round went way short, and I looked at my dope, and I was like, yeah, it's on, and I just, I just didn't do what I needed to do for, for stage setup and 
frankly embarrassed myself, which is okay because um, it's it's totally fine to embarrass yourself from time to time. Um, embarrass myself for the fact that I got three zeros on uh, on three stages and got a couple of ones and twos. Like I. I got nothing. Um, I will say that I'm shooting a new a new rifle. I'm shooting the PMR Pro 2, chambered in 6BR, running a Vortex Strike Eagle. Uh, I ran the Applied Ballistics Kestrel HUD, or the Kestrel HUD with Applied Ballistics on it. Um, everything else was pretty much the same as far as my gear setup. I did use the new feature for the Kestrel where you can do the range cards. So I put all that information in the night before while I was, uh, throwing, uh, my sleeping gear and stuff in the back of my car. I just pulled out the course of fire off of the interwebs that they had posted and did the, um, did the, uh, the old build all of the stages the night before gig. And then when I synced it over to the HUD, I think I just put the stage one dope on for stage six, where we started. And, uh, yeah, it just, I couldn't really recover until three or four stages in just unstable, not having, just not doing what I know I needed to do. I was breaking good shots, but Either my dope was off or I was um, maybe a little unstable on one or two props. Um, positioning was awkward. Like, I just had a really rough day. Um, so I need to go back to the drawing board on my training re- uh, regime, which is non-existent, and, and figure out what's going on. Um, but overall, 10, 10 stages, 90... Nine rounds, 97 points possible. <coughs> Excuse me. They gave you 12 rounds to get 10 points on one stage. Um, but all in all, everything was probably in the 600-yard uh, area as far as shots taken. Um, stage one was stand on the left side of a prop with both feet on the ground of a rooftop shoot three targets, move to the top of the rooftop, shoot three targets, move to the right of the tar- uh, the prop, shoot three targets, three diamonds at 497. Um, somehow had the wrong dope in my gun on that one. Um, uh, stage two, tank traps and pipes. Uh, shoot off of two tank traps, then shoot off of two giant corrugated um, black plastic pipes and then shoot off of another tank trap. A lot of these stages were designed to uh, to really hustle. And 90 second par times, and I, I was getting six to eight rounds off. Um, I got an eight on that stage. I finally figured out what the hell I was doing and uh, what my holds needed to be and, and went with it. And then stage three was the big rooftop. You actually had to traverse up this rooftop about 10 feet off the ground and then engage a TYL at 677 yards. You had 12 rounds to get 10 impacts. Um, 
this one, the sun came out and got everything to be real soupy downrange. And it was really, really hard to see uh, your impacts. You could see the plate move, but you couldn't really see if you were hitting left or hitting right uh, with the Mirage that was down there. One thing I will say about this Volusia County Gun Club is you're shooting over a lake for the majority of these longer distance shots. There's a giant lake out there and you're actually shooting across the water. So you your bullets may not be affected by anything other than wind, but your sight picture is nothing but a steady stream of, of water in your scope, it seems like. Um, telling where those targets were based on where they were moving. Now, granted, they were some pretty big targets, but still, like, there was a decent amount of wind out there. Probably, um, for me, when I hit that target, I think I was at a half a mil um, at the far target at 677. And once I got dialed in, um, started getting some impacts and did okay on that one. Um, stage four was the tires. You had to engage uh, two shots at each yardage line um, for 12 round or one shot at each target, three different targets on three different berms at three different distances, but you had to do that four times. Um, 433, 499, and 580. Um, that one was really good. I did I did pretty solid on that one. And then we went to the tower and you did a walk it in. You had a large IPSC and a small IPSC and engage the large IPSC, then the small IPSC, and then move to your next closest distance. Um, 896, 811, 758, 679, and 655. Uh, 10 rounds. Um, didn't do so hot on this one. Um, just couldn't. I needed. I held a half mil on the first target and missed off the right edge. And then held uh, one mil at the smaller target and missed off the left edge. So um, cut that in half. I probably should have been holding closer to seven tenths. And then uh, moved to the next closest target at basically 800 yards and did that um, seven tenths hold and got my impact. So seven tenths seemed to be the key as I brought it in. I took a little uh, more wind off. I think I ended up at about five tenths to four tenths um, and got my impact at 655. Um, we started the day on stage six and this is where I had my debacle. Um, shooter will start, port arms, uh, mag and bolt back, shooter will move to the first position and engage the target with two shots from four positions can shoot in any order. Basically, it was the PRS barricade twisted because it, it was a circle at 661 yards instead of the standard 400. And this is where I use stage one dope on stage six. So my uh, stage one dope of 
497 yards being like 2.4 isn't going to work it's 661 yards I needed um, 4.3 or something like that so I was pretty much two mils off which was terrible Um, I actually stopped after the second round and I after the first round I corrected held more still uh, missed the target so I stopped myself and was like I'm not going to shoot this on the wrong dope and they're like well pull out your Kessel you're still on your clock and was able to punch in the right dope really fast, put it on the gun, and then broke one shot and got one impact. Um, so uh, they encouraged me to keep fighting the problem. I was going to call it quits because I sent two ra- two rounds downrange um, in a safe direction, and they obviously uh, didn't go where I needed them to or where I was expecting them to go. So I stopped myself, corrected the problem. And went from there. Um, next, we had a kind of a cool one where we uh, shot off three posts, and then you had to choose two positions of a, a set of stairs to shoot off of. Um, I forgot to um, hold for my holdover. Um, some switchy wind right there off of the lake end, uh, and then. Uh, so it was an Ipsic on the, the lake shore, on the far side of the lake shore. And then there was a pig up into the, uh, left of it. And, um, I'm running, uh, MDT BR mags with the old followers in them. I'm waiting for my new followers to come in. Uh, they're sending them to me. If you're running a six BR and you have MDT BR mags with the old followers, reach out to them. They will send you two brand or they will send you as many followers as you need to fix the six millimeter br mags that you have i have two so they're sending me out two of them free of charge they're fixing the issue so shout out to mdt on that one however md it says right on the box that mdt mags have a problem feeding in a curtis action so um those are the mags that i have so that's what i have to run so that's what it, it is what it is on that one. I don't really have a choice. Um, so I had a mag issue. Um, my rounds were kind of diving down. So I threw my finger in there to try and fix it. Uh, dropped the mag, reinserted, got a round of feed, but I ended up slicing my finger open on the feed lip and continued to just bleed all over my myself, my gear. Um, it was a fun day. It, it really was. Um Shooting off the truck, there was a truck that had a flat front driver's tire. You needed to build a position on the hood and then um, shoot a... What were we shooting at? We were shooting a TYL rack at 766 yards. um, And I goose-egged that one. Super not fun stage for me. Um... Just couldn't get my bipod right. I should have just ditched the bipod from the beginning. I I know better than that to try and shoot off of a downward angle like that. And should have just done a bag off the cowl and done a standing braced position. I think it would have worked out better. Um, And then we had circles at 402 for stage 9, which was a lattice. Uh, Shooter will start port uh, port arms mag in, bolt back. Shooter will... Move to the first position and engage the circles from large to small. 
from five different positions. No position, no position may be repeated, may shoot in or, any order. So you could go up, you could go down, you could go left, you could go right. Um, that little 2x4 was not very stable. Um, so I ended up getting a 4 on that one. And then the last stage was there were some um, some type of stanchion that they had put into the ground. So it was basically a two-by-two two piece of metal, but they weren't straight. They were going in different directions, so it made um, gear selection a little bit trickier. Um, eight rounds on that one. There was a square at 663 and 818. And I goose egged that stage as well. All in all, I really liked the layout of the stages. I really liked the thought process behind them. I liked that we weren't shooting one direction the whole time. We were kind of shooting um, from our shooting position uh, to the right a little bit. We were shooting from our shooting position to the left a little bit. We were shooting multiple targets going um, right to left outwards. Uh, We were shooting center left right left right there was a bunch of different positional um challenges to this match that i thoroughly enjoyed (coughs) excuse me um i just don't know what my problem was um i'm gonna kind of take my notes and that i jot down um like i've told you guys before i jot down notes at every stage like wrong dope uh, didn't hold on the far target, wind, mag feeding issues, uh, unstable, unstable, um, wrong dope. So um, got some things going on in my life where uh, my head wasn't 100% clear and that's on me and we all have a bad day. So that's what I'm going to chalk it up to. But I still had fun. I got to go out there and see my friend shoot and it was a great time. Um, I did do a little bit of recording while I was out there. So I'm going to drop that in here in uh in a minute but i just kind of want to go over the actual scores so um in first place was kendall simpson kendall simpson second place andrew mccutcheon uh three was brandon massey who also shot uh production and got uh 73 he's using a savage um barreled action that comes in that MDT chassis. He's literally using uh, sticky wheel weights to add weight to his gun, and he shot a 73. The top shooter, Kendall, had a 78. Andrew had a 77, and Brandon had a 73. So that's your top three. Uh, Fourth was Mark Vogel. Fifth was Rick Lowell of MPA. You had Jared Smith at sixth. Jeff Whitaker at 7th, Brett Olson at 8th, Brian Rumbles at ninth, and Greg Parks at 10th. Um, top senior was Milan, and top military was Richard Wiseman. Top junior was uh, Emma Kutschewer. I don't know if I'm probably not saying that right, which is fine. Um, uh, top lady, Leia, uh, Leia Lamb. So good job to all of the the shooters out there. Uh, this was the qualifier, so uh, 
one of the qualifiers for the Southeast. So um, the fact that I did terrible um, will put me way farther down the list on um, points for the season, which is totally fine because there's other qualifiers out there. Uh, I'm just going to have to go to more and perform better. Um, Pull my head out of my butt. Uh, it's worth noting that uh, this weekend they also had the uh, Alabama Precision Shooters Challenge. I don't have results or anything like that. I know um, Brian Allen took top uh, senior and our good friend Joey took second place. So he did really good. They actually have a qualifier coming up in March um, at that range. So I might try and get up there and go do that. Um, to try and get another qualifier under my belt. Um, that put three three matches in March though, and I don't know if I can I don't know if I can do that. But we'll see, especially with uh, the way work is going right now. But we'll try and we'll try and check it out and see what's see what's good. Um, I do need to get up there to Alabama Precision and get a Alabama Precision match underneath my belt because uh, that is one range that I have yet to go to yet. So I want to get up there. Um, as far as the PRS standings right now for production class, um, with yesterday's uh, performances and all that jazz, we're looking at uh, I'm currently in 11th place. So that super sucks, but it is what it is. Uh, that's why I call it shooting and not hitting. Um, so I'm in 11th place. Brandon Massey is in second place with 272 and, uh, Emma is in eighth place with 171. Um, so she's a junior production youth shooter, I guess. I don't, I don't know how any of that stuff works, but yeah, she's crushing it. She was doing good. She was there shooting with her dad. Her dad's also shooting production. Uh, where's he at? Um, Fred is currently in third from what it looks like. Yep. Currently in third. He shot a bunch of matches last year and looks like he shot a bunch of matches this year too, which is awesome. So yeah, shoots down in GPC a lot. So awesome stuff. Um, that's all I've really got on this one. I don't, think you guys want to hear me talk about my personal life um but things are going good kids are getting tubes in their ears in a week or so uh work has kind of changed up due to my own uh my own actions so yeah things are uh things are changing some good some bad but things are changing and things always change so nothing super new there um things that are coming up are the Altus Long Range Challenge is happening um, March 5th, I believe. And then we've got the Accuracy International at Altus the weekend of the 12th and 13th. You can find me there. Um, that same weekend, the MPA Spring Showdown is happening at Cool Acres. Um, there's a qualifier in... Alabama Precision, <coughs> like I just mentioned. Let me see when that was again. 
That way I can tell you all the truth. Oh, got to back out, of course. Got to be a jokester. Uh, March 19th. Um, so if you're looking for a qualifier in this area, um, that's where you can find one. Um, I did he get some advice or some questions about wanting to do some more interviews or talk about the different ranges in the area that people can go and shoot at. And what's your guys' thoughts on that? What's your guys' feedback? Do you guys want to hear me interview some match directors? Do you want me to interview some club owners and talk about just different shooting disciplines in general? Um, do you want me to go talk to um, Josh up at Altus and talk about the ATAC series that they just started? Do you want me to go over to um, uh, the range there in Holt and talk to those guys about what they're doing, like the special for special forces match that they've got coming up in April. Like, let me know what you guys want to talk about. I'm sure I can reach out to match directors like, like Aaron and talk about the Volusia match, or I can talk about, I can get a hold of Brian Allen and talk about the, uh, Alabama precision. I might just might be able to get GCP on here and talk with, uh, Corey and them about the, uh, the matches down South. Um, so let me know if that's something you guys are interested in, and we will uh, track it down and see what I can come up with. Tell next time, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in to another GD podcast. Be sure to check us out on the Instagram. I'm going to try and uh, post there a little bit more, but share share the episode. Share the show with your friends. Maybe they'll be interested. Maybe it can get another shooter into the fold, whether it be PRS or Rimfire stuff. Let's uh, let's get as many people involved in this great sport as possible, um, and we we can grow it and and have more fun with our friends. So, well, looks like you're safe. So, that was the intro. I don't care. We're making that the intro. Okay. So I'm here with Andrew McCutcheon, and we are down here at the Volusia Precision Rifle something other another name. I'll figure it out and actually give it its proper due. PRS qualifier. But it is a PRS qualifier. That's the underlying thing. All the rest of that shit doesn't matter. That's all that really matters. Is it a qualifier? qualifier. And how did you qualify? Pretty well. Uh, came in second. I'll have 99 points on the qualifier, so that's good. Means yeah, that's good, man. It's a happy sad. It's a happy sad. Why is it? understand it's happy because you got 99 points, but why is it the sad part? Uh, I had it in the bag until the last stage. Never won one before, so like I had it in my head that this is fitting to happen, and then it just didn't. Everything felt like the train ran off. I was winning by five. I needed to not drop five to win, six to tie, and then of course seven to lose. And what did I do? I dropped seven for a perfect second place on what should have been a pretty. It was very doable. It wasn't like it was a terribly hard stage. It was just head games are the worst. Head games are the worst. I would say this, I wouldn't say it's the hardest match I've ever shot, but it is probably tough. some tough conditions. It was tough. The, the, the switchy headwind was terrible. Like, his, like the Mirage would seem like it was hauling ass. I'm like, you're fitting to have to hold the world to hit anything. But it was never more than like two or four tenths. So it was like a really dece deceiving because what you saw and what was happening didn't really line up that well. Yeah, the farthest target that we shot was 896 today, and I needed 7 tenths to hit it. 
Oh, I shot it in much calmer conditions. I shot it with two tents right, bud. Must be nice. Shot the whole stage with two tents right. Cleaned it. <laughs> As I dropped my head in sheer disappointment, what were you uh, What were you running today? 6BRA. 6BRA? I thought you were running BR. Nope, been running a BRA since day one. It was recommended to a friend of mine, by a friend of mine who got me into this crazy shooting sport, because that's what he was shooting, and we had the idea that we could always share guns or ammo if the case if the need ever arised and it has we've managed to share our way through a lot of matches where other otherwise would have gone to shit so it works out so a 6bra on a what action what i'll give oh. me all that fun jazz kelby's atlas tactical uh bartline barrel mpa ba comp trigger tech diamond collis 525 dlr and who's your gunsmith me Oh, you're your own gunsmith. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of. I work at I'm my best friend, too. Yeah, I mean, you see, my shit be, be beautiful. So, um, yeah, Whitten Gunworks, I'm going to plug it. You're going to plug I'm it? Gonna plug, plug it. it. Whitten Gunworks, we, we build some hammers sometimes, most of the time, every time. Alright, uh, so who are all these fancy people that are on this fancy Gunworks? Uh, obviously we have the Wooden Gunworks. Wooden Gunworks jersey. Got some Armageddon gear going on on here. Uh, Bartline Barrels came on and helped me out this year. That's big appreciated. Collis and Burger Lapua, Kelby's and NBA. That's a whole lot of hotness right there. Yeah, a lot of people like me for I some really, reason. I really do like your hat. Well, he, makes, he makes that shirt look fucking good. He does you make know that shirt look good. <laughs> It's the yellow. It's oh, what I mean, it is. We, got some, we got some GPC love right here, too. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, look at this. Just... Feel Ooh. it. Feel it. <laughs> I get excited when I see it. I do, you know? When you walk by me today, I just got to chill. You know? I mean, that's why I'm getting them all loosey-goosey. <laughs> he's, he's trying I got to get, get them lubricated. Whoa. Blame it on the alcohol. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, I've been lucky enough to, have to meet some good people, being that I work at the place I do. And uh, they agree to help me out. Not necessarily because I'm the best day in, day out, because I'm certainly not. Uh, they just like we'll us. See you later. So, no safe travels home. Yeah, man, appreciate you. You too, bye. I'll take it easy. Yeah, yep. we're, we're recording. I'm doing a podcast, it turns out. I didn't know when I signed hey, up for it. Great shooting. Thanks, man. <laughs> appreciate it. See, it's not just me. This guy, this other guy said he did, did well, too. I was doing really well until that last stage. Like, I was, I was exceeding my expectations. Well, this is your second podium of the year? No, it's my third. Third? Yeah. I had a second, a fourth, and a second. The, the win eludes me still. Oh, then what I was going to say about coming in fourth, second, first is inevitable now. No. Apparently not the case. No, I gave it away. He gave it to me today. Like, he had a bad stage, Kendall. Had a really bad stage, and... Uh, and he gave it to me. It was mine for the taking. Because up until then, he was only down three. And just like, I was down, I think, uh, I was down 11 or 10 or something like that at that time. And he dropped, he goose-egged this, the um, truck. Yeah, that's really easy to do. I think yeah. I, too, goose-egged the truck. Man, it turns out, like, so everybody was having a real hard time with it. And there was a bunch of twos and fours shot on it. And I get up there, and uh, I got really lucky at that stage. Once again... I, I dialed on what I thought the wind was going to be, had a first-round impact, and the wind held. So I got really lucky. Um, and I ended up getting all the way through the first nine shots, all impacts, and uh, the whole range was silent. Like, there was everybody, like, everybody stopped because it was giving everybody such a hard time for so long. 
And uh, of, of all people, Kendall's standing behind me, and I hear him say, is he about to fucking clean this? <laughs> and no, no, I did not. I dropped the last one. The whole range erupted in that. Oh, it was a semi-epic moment that I, you know, wavered in the end. It's all right. I think, uh, I think homeboy Brandon Massey, who ended up getting Ooh. top production and third place overall, also. Dude, come out of nowhere, too. This is like his first year. Last year was his first year. Yeah. He had shot one match prior to the season finale at MPA. I'd like to, not that I'm throwing stones at anybody's setup, but I'd like to point out that he's he took top production with a non-designer production gun. Correct. He is using a Savage production in an MDT chassis. Mm-hmm. He, I held his rifle on the way back, driving through that mud, that mud bog, and he is using lead wheel weights mm-hmm. taped to the inside of his chassis to give him more weight on it. He's using a 5-25 to 25 Strike Eagle. Dude's killing it. And this is his first match with um, hand loads, and he didn't even true them. Nope. He talked to me a little bit about that after the match. Uh, he's like, man, I think I need to get out and true my dope. I never hit the far target, and even after the match was over, I went back and tried, and I still couldn't get it to hit, and I'm like, well, just Come by the come by the range sometime. We'll get you fixed up. But yeah, I mean, it's just super impressive the things that he, he's just naturally talented. He's going to do well if he keeps going. Yeah, I told him to uh, let me know what matches that he's going to uh, shoot production in, and then I will schedule my matches around that. So is your gun a PMR then, or what is it? Mine is a PMR. Okay. Pro two. I haven't seen it. I heard you talk about. it. I haven't seen it. Right. I mean, it's it's right it's right here. Well, you want to hear some sad? None of the people are going to understand this. But that beautiful blue gun over there. It's his last. It's his last trip today. I can make. I can make your gun be the profile picture for the episode. I'll send you one. I got plenty. Trust yeah, me. It's beautiful. I'm sure you do. Preferably with your pants on. Oh, well, that's just got more difficult. I'll take one when I get home. Okay. <laughs> yeah, send me one, and then when I get all this edited up, and do my recap and all that fun stuff. But yeah, man, thanks for joining me. Yeah, man. I've been told that more people want to hear things about matches at matches, so trying to do that um i also hear that you're an nrl 22 prs 22 you're not affiliated with anybody we are just simply running matches and having fun okay tell me about that because people want to know where they can shoot at uh it's a little town in south georgia called nashville um population like nothing pretty much we have four red lights for example and they're all on one street Well, (laughs) well played so um but it's a little town we don't we track usually between 20 or so people um, it's growing. It's only our, we're about to have our third match in March, the nineteenth, and um, yeah, like we're not affiliated with anybody, so there's no rules for us to abide by. Not that we do anything crazy, like that you wouldn't see at a typical center fire match. But you're not swinging from a chandelier, or shooting no. One-handed. No, everything's pretty basic. Um, we have a lot of new shooters, so we kind of cater. I don't want to say an easier course of fire, but there's a lot of stages that are designed easier so that new shooters can hit. A higher percentage and enjoy themselves more and as we get to have these new shooters that are progressing most of them are sharing gear like like the last match three people shot my rifle okay so um as more people as they get involved and start to acquire their own stuff because i mean ultimately all we're doing is fishing yeah we're just trying to trying to get the interest level up high um and as they continue to keep coming back they'll acquire their own stuff and that's just it's just helping grow the sport man 
Uh, like another thing we don't do is we don't charge a crazy high match fee. We charge ten dollars, and that's mainly just to get our um, be able to get new targets, new props, stuff like that. Um, we're not really we're not out there trying to make any money off anybody. We're just trying to have a good time and shoot, grow the sport. And where can we find? Like registration or scheduled dates and stuff like that. That's yeah. Scheduled dates. Uh, I'll put up a post later. The the next one's March nineteenth. We have matches scheduled for the rest of the year. Um, I'll be honest with you. Our ability as a shop, like we none of us are social media good at it, or none of us are good at social media or marketing. But I'll do my best to put up a, a full schedule for the rest of the year. So on, what you need. Yeah. So what you're saying is you need a social media manager. Yep. And you know in the my, meantime, you know what my wife does, right? Social media managing? Yeah. I, I might call her. Okay. So in the meantime, if you want more details, more specific to our match, uh, you can just email me directly. It's Andrew, period, McCutcheon, M-C-C-U-T-C-H-E-O-N, at WeedonGunWorks.com. See, there you go. And I'll put that in the show notes. Because I it. actually know how to, like, type that out and put it in stuff. Well, you know how many times I've had to, like, you know the, the cadence? That's mm-hmm. because, like, you do it on the phone so many times. Oh, yeah. It's just, eh, 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 eh. Very methodical and laid out. Very streamlined. Yep. All right. So, well, you can shoot me those dates, and I'll throw it in the cool. in the thing as well. Remind me, because I'll forget. I don't have my notebook on me to remind me. I, too, run with a notebook. But awesome shooting today. Appreciate it. And Thank you, sir. And hopefully this all recorded the right way and did all the things that it was supposed to do. Well, I appreciate you, guy. I appreciate You're the you best though. guy of all guys. I I appreciate being the best guy of all guys. Good, good, You're good, the best good. Andrew that I know, so there's that. Well, generally Andrews are pieces of shit, so I have a pretty small pool to pick from. <laughs> it's, it's true. I'm just kidding. I don't really know any other Andrews other than Andrew Davis. Stand-up guy. I love that dude. I don't know who Andrew Davis is. Uh, he shoots in Swainsboro a lot. He hails from that area. Oh, okay. So, he's a real nice guy. I like him. Sweet. Till next time, check you guys uh, check you guys later. Have fun. Bing bong.